It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter. Two mics, two crusty vets, two opinions, one based in reality and one based in what do you bet on Twitter? With music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome into the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I am your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett, and with me, as per usual, I bring you Better Talk Aaron Flottam. John, what's going on, man? It's been a, it's been a couple weeks here, and uh, uh, I, I'd like to say a lot of stuff happened, uh, but it didn't. It didn't. <laughs> like, yeah, no. I, I mean, wish it, we were more missed. It's so weird. Like it, It's been in between two years ago when the Bucks won the championship and it was the delayed season. Like This was like first round of the playoffs time of the year if not still regular season and then last year they were still kicking at this point and um and there was offseason rogers drama and that's all gone now um yeah. i'm bored i'm bored <laughs> i'm bored john thank thank well, god we got a famous thank god we have a famous spouse on the green bay packers now right yeah. Well, of course, you also have the hockey playoffs, which will feature Carolina, Florida, cares. Las Vegas, cares. and Dallas. Nobody cares. How Nobody are cares. any of those teams allowed to be in the final? Of course, this me- Las Vegas just... or Seattle? I thought. I thought no, that no, no. Se- no, 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 no. Seattle just Seattle. lost to the Stars. So Las Vegas oh, will play okay. Dallas, and then in the East, Carolina will play Florida. Tell me the NHL is right. not fixed because I can't prove it. Uh, cause they definitely went for all the warm weather markets where they're not sure people will show up if they don't win. It's been 30 years since Canadian team has won the Nat, uh, NHL championship. Well, the Maple Leafs finally at least got to the second round for the first time in like 17, 18 years. And it's then choked. weird. Yeah. And then got, I mean, four to Winnipeg one too. Like Winnipeg got four, one throttled in the first round. Like yeah. they're supposed to be a good team. Montreal or Montreal, uh, Edmonton's got the best player on planet Earth. Yes, that team, and they have probably two of the top five, possibly. Yeah, because Drysaddle yeah. is amazing too. Yeah, um, no, Drysaddle scored four goals in one game, and they still lost. I mean, yeah. so it's you got McDavid and Drysaddle. Like, anyways, yeah, yeah, no, I know. It's Admirals are still Admirals are still in it though. The Admirals right? are still in it and they're doing doing great. So that that's fantastic to follow along if you do that. But mm-hmm. while we're here, since we have the time, uh, we'll say that we we are on Twitter still. All of us, uh, you can follow the show itself on Twitter at Scotty Johnny Pod. You can follow me at Not So Humble Host, where I retweet uh, like historians at the movies frequently, which is fantastic. This week Very for good. Mother's Day, they watched Carrie. With historians, Ooh. how great is that? Like, like the, proper carry with uh, carry, um, the new one, though I think. Oh, the new one. Okay, I, not. Uh, I think I didn't watch it this not week. Not the Sissy Spacek uh, classic from 1979 or whatever. It was, I right? can't remember because I I was not. I didn't do it this week. We were traveling with Mother's Day and such, but uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I know. I saw you at a campground. I know. Well, on Sunday, we saw each other face to face. It was fabulous. Uh, but Historians of the Movies is on Sunday nights, so uh, it's a Twitter thing. Just follow the hashtag H-A-T-M. Uh, I will retweet some of their stuff every now and then. Uh, two weeks ago, they watched 13th Warrior, which is a great bad movie in that you should yes. – you know, I watched it on VHS, and it was fantastic. Uh, and I love that movie. It's really great. About you know an, an Arab emissary to the Vikings. You know, <laughs> It's fantastic. It's really good because – those like cultures part of history too. Like those Vikings, cultures would have Vikings met. Were, the, the Vikings were all over. Like there's Everywhere. Vikings artifacts all the way over in Turkey because that's. There's, I think their extent was into the Mediterranean down. Oh, yeah. They raided Africa, right? They raided Byzantium at times. You know, like Constantinople and yeah. all that. So yeah, no, they yeah, were they yeah. were all over. Anywhere there were yeah. rivers, the Vikings could reach. But they, I know Aaron's on Twitter around. too. He may not give you historians at the movies, but he's got some fun stuff. And Aaron, where do people find you? No, you can find me at Cheddar Talk, John. At Cheddar Talk. Uh, 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 
the uh, political season's ramping up, so <laughs> shots are being thrown. And uh, I, I got I got a good one in at uh, Cheddar Hot. Uh, uh, sorry, at Cheesehead TV today oh, about with the real the realistic expectations for uh, Jordan Love in twenty twenty three. Cheesehead uh, TV asked, "What are the realistic expectations for Jordan Love in twenty twenty three?" And I responded with. 7,450 yards, 62 touchdowns, two interceptions, 1,500 rush yards, 10 touchdowns, seven <laughs> yards average, 40 of 42, long of 58, 80 of 84 from extra point. Only a 58-yarder, 50 huh? yards, 15 touchdowns, throwing to himself, 115 tackles, 19 solo, 20 sacks, six interceptions, three defensive TDs, MVP, most improved player, offensive player of the year, defense player of the year, first team all-pro <laughs> Walter Payton, man of the year, best defensive coordinator when he takes over from Barry in uh, week three, and presidential nomination. That's what I expect from Jordan Love. And a hole-in-one and a walk-off yeah. home run. <laughs> and wins the Masters. Why not? <laughs> you should throw it all in there. Yes. All right. I ran out of, I ran out of characters. I really did. <laughs> I, just, I just, just flat out ran out of characters. Uh, we are in the doldrums, my friends. This Quality is content from at CheddarTalk.com. <laughs> all right. Well, let's no, get actually, in everything. Actually, actually talk Twitter, sorry, not .com. <laughs> All right. We're going to roll into everything that we have here uh, in the segment of our show that we like to call our main event. Starting things off with the main event. And we're really just going to stick to main event, but we are going to finally do, um, because we had the draft and everything in there, and this is kind of the earliest Bucks Requiem we've had in a while, but we're going to do our Requiem to a Bucks season uh, because, you know, it's over and it deserves to have a roundup that isn't just how mad we are they lost to that Miami team that they should have never lost to because that was... It was in, in the Eastern Finals now, too, after knocking off the Knicks, so... Um, yeah. They need to stop yeah. calling them the eighth seed or, like, the, they were the seventh seed. They're only the eighth seed because of the stupid playoff thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and quite honestly, here's and, here's, and, here's my and, bit. And me... And me and me and you disagree on that point too. I'm okay with that play and thing too, but whatever. I mean, here's yeah. here's my play on what should happen. They take the the uh, the best, we'll say twelve or sixteen teams from those who don't make the playoffs or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and we just have a tournament with the remaining teams instead of bringing four. You know, the bottom four teams that you know the top, the best teams that don't really deserve to be in the playoff and putting them in a playoff that is dumb. Why don't we just make the the teams that don't make the playoffs have a single elimination tournament? Uh, winner gets the first pick overall. The only problem with that is that the teams that win, uh, even though the rest is good, it, it. I mean, I for one believe highly in the fact that if you sit too long, you get rusty and you come out of the gates. And um, first round of playoffs is not worth much of anything anyhow, and just. You give them a little bit of time, and they're all just as rusty. I don't know. Then. This year meant a whole lot to two teams, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know if I that's mean, what it was. But, I mean, just if everybody's equally rusty, you're taking only the teams that didn't make the playoffs. Give them a quick little, you know, just down dirty. Just just put them all in one city and play out a tournament. And just, you I know, mean, day after the, day the after Lake, day. The, Lake, the Lakers knocked out Memphis, who's the number two seed, and the Bucks got knocked out as the number one overall seed. So, I mean, first round, I don't know, man. This year's been weird, I guess, but I don't know. I don't know. I still like this one because the biggest problem with the NBA is that the the playoffs are the only thing that actually matters because the regular yeah, the season is fixed. meaningless. Well, yeah. And the regular season is meaningless, just meaningless because half the teams aren't trying. The teams that finished like 8th, ninth, 10th were the ones that didn't not try hard enough, basically. Didn't realize that they should have been not trying. That's all. Like, it isn't that they were all really trying. These guys just didn't, they're close, but not quite there. And, you know, just need another year. It's like, no, they didn't realize they should be tanking. They just didn't realize that because the NBA, you you can't unincentivize tanking with the lottery just because it doesn't work because they still continue to tank. It's incentivized too much, just like flopping is incentivized too much. So you're foolish if you don't flop. You're foolish if you don't tank. You should. You just, you should every now and then. Like if you're, if you're a middling team, tank. Just do it because you ha- you should. You you ought to. It's just it, it. There's no other way to look at it. I know. But yeah. It, it it's the money thing though. It's it, they don't you don't ever want to have your team be tanking because people don't buy tickets then. But they all do so, tank. 
I mean, they all I are tanking. Yeah. So I mean, Golden Golden State had an epic tank a couple of years ago. But if you were incentivized, the first round pick would go to a team that was better. You're not as likely to tank because the incentive is to win down the stretch because you want to be a better team as you get into that that last round. So if you finish ninth and then are the top seed in the playoff to get the one seed, that's a better deal than making sure you're the worst. There's no incentive oh, to be the, the worst. By the way, uh, Mark Parrish, uh, former NHL hockey player, had a really good point the other day about the the lottery not being able to be seen, even though I, th- I still believe everyone should be able to see the lottery happen mm-hmm. just to make sure it's not fixed. But uh, he brought up a good point. He's like, you do realize like the commissioner represents like all the owners, like, and why would all the owners be okay with the Chicago Blackhawks getting the first overall pick for this um, Connor Mick, uh, whatever his name is, the, who's like a star, like mm-hmm. he, he's as big as um, uh, what's his name up in Edmonton there that I said earlier. Um, he's like, you, you do realize that he works for all the owners. And so that part of the problem, like, it's like, I, I guess that the lottery picks aren't, the conspiracy theory that you know they're gonna the NBA just decides who's gonna get the first round pick, and that's the reason why the Lakers get it when they only get the first chance of being at the number one pick overall in 20 years. So, but I, I don't know. Oh. Sorry, I just wanted to say that. Yeah, no, well, that's I, 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 I also say that some of the owners don't care if they get the first overall pick because uh, their NBA basketball teams are tax write offs. So, <laughs> anyhow, all right, so the Bucks finished the entire season with the best record in the NBA. So yeah, on the season, good. which by the way, the season is meaningless again, uh, because you know, now that they're not even playing. And I mean, also like, so Miami, the a seed is going to play the two seed, which means the three seed already lost Cleveland lost in the first round to the four seed. So we had mm-hmm. Knicks and heat, which is just unwatchable, but <laughs> it is what oh, it, it is. Huge on the Eastern seaboard though, man. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you have the Celtics in, which oddly they're always in. And man, if it's Celtics Lakers again, I'll be shocked. Uh, I just thought it was. I just thought it was super interesting that the number one overall uh, franchise in uh, the NBA got knocked off by a Southern Florida team, and the number one overall franchise in the NHL got knocked off by a Southern Florida team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're Bruins. Me. Oh, I did it, John. Sorry. So, so the biggest things that that basically deal with it with this season are they had to bring back Middleton slowly because he he kind of had a setback and we they had to play a long time without him. Uh, brought him back and they were very disciplined in how they brought him back. Uh, Giannis played great. He had a couple injuries throughout the season that he he weathered. Um, I think the biggest thing in the season that I'll remember though is Brooke Lopez was amazing. Like mm-hmm. this, this was maybe one of his best seasons, especially defensively. Um, he was one of the keys to this thing because, like I said, Giannis was just who he was playing without Middleton. It's the step ups that that changed how the season went compared to last year in terms of the regular season again. But I think that Lopez is one of those key cogs that made this season better. And I don't know how many more seasons like that you get out of Brooke Lopez, but you know he played fantastic this year. He's one of the favorite watches of the season for me. Yeah, no, and a lot of people said he should have been defensive player of the year. Um, made he, the first he, team all defense. Made first team all defense, obviously, but mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, a little bit of you know one of those things where it's the LeBron James effect, where once you've been good at something for so long, yeah, just like like no one put Giannis into MVP. It, it well, was well, it's between Embiid and Jokic, and it's like well, and Jokic well, won the last two, so he wasn't going to win it again. So they he went, wasn't going to win it again. And we're not going to bring we're not going to be Giannis back back in here and like other people talking about like well you know Devin Booker is doing some good things on Phoenix and it's like or how about LeBron James mm. on L.A. like that dude's carrying his team at age thirty eight <laughs> and doing amazing things like I'm I'm not a LeBron James apologist but dear God like he's starting to run into like Tom Brady care the, the Tom Brady category it's like. Um, are you actually watching what this guy's doing? Because it's amazing. You know, you can't. I, you know, his son's about to be in the NBA. But anyway, so um, 
but yeah, no, Lopez had an amazing season. Lopez played with his hair on fire after missing all of last year, if you remember, right? Like he yeah. was, he played game one last year against the Nets and then was out for the next four months, right? And he looked great. Um, some of the players look great down the stretch, uh, but get to the playoffs and everyone went to bed except for Lopez. And of course, Giannis got yeah. hurt right away um, because the Heat know what to do. You know, yeah, because they're really well coached. They're supposed to just one of the best coaches in the league. And can we hire him, please? Um, But like he got hurt because they was it cheap? Sure. But you know what? That's what happens when Giannis lays his body out like that. Like that's why we pray that that doesn't happen. It's just like all you got to do is just get caught wrong. You're going to land on your back. You know, from six feet up in the air because you're, you're 240 pounds, you know, and, and and the rest of the team failed. They failed. They failed. They failed. They really and did. They can't. No one else came up. And I was supposed and, to say, and, and, go ahead. And, and the coach failed. Wes Matthews. Why? Why? Why did we go get him? Because we didn't use him. You know, I, I, my favorite part was before Game Four, they had all these uh, pictures of. Uh, uh, Dragic, no, no. Dragic and uh, uh, the, the the rookie kid with the awesome oh hair. Um, yeah yeah uh, Beauchamp uh, uh, Shambo yeah Beauchamp yeah what Beauchamp Beauchamp yeah yeah, yeah. Beauchamp and like ready for game four and like I immediately tweeted like why him like he's not even going to see the court yeah like they they don't like and and that's why Bud's fired sorry uh, spoiler alert but yeah that's why Bud's, <laughs> that's why Bud's fired like because. It, it, they didn't, and and sorry. Do you want to finish up the regular season? I'm sorry, I just I'd like melted. Yeah, we're we're focusing now. more on regular season now. I mean, we obviously we kind of covered the playoff, which is the part that hurt the most. But I mean, like mm-hmm. this is the thing: is like uh, through the season they went out and got guys like Gordon Dragic, they got Jay Crowder, they you know added some of these guys in there uh, towards the end, and it's just like well. What was just, Dragic? I didn't even see him on the court, man. I don't remember seeing him do much of anything. That's the big thing. Is like it, it really bothers me. Is I don't was understand. It a, was it just to piss off the Bulls? <laughs> like, is that was that it? Was that the whole thing? This is what happened like, immediately after we we allowed the guys who owned the Cleveland Browns to buy into the Bucks and become majority owners. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, there's that too. Um. And I don't know if that actually had anything to do with it yet, but we'll, you know, that'll remain to be seen. But here's the biggest well, thing, I guess, is like, well, well, they, well, they did sign, they did sign a terrible player to the worst contract in NFL history, which is throwing off all the contracts for everybody now. Right. So, you know, they, they did that. Yeah, Haslam's did that. So, anyway. yeah, there's not a lot of youth on this team right now. I mean, Giannis is 28 at, at this mm-hmm. point. Um, Beauchamp is 22, and Grayson Allen is 27. Other than that, the only Beauchamp's other guy... Beauchamp's 22. Beauchamp's 22 with zero playoff experience. Right, and the only other guy... So that's... that's We've got Javon Carter, Beauchamp, uh, Giannis, and Grayson Allen in their 20s, and then Bobby Portis is 28, and Lyndon Wigington is 25. The rest of the team is in their 30s. Oh, speaking of somebody else who disappeared in the playoffs this year. Oh, I'm sorry, A.J. Green. I missed AJ Green out of Northern Iowa. He's 23, I'm, uh, so I missed him. But yeah, it's, it's an older team at this point, and they keep they don't have picks because they've been trying to get that go for it now feel, and that's fine because that's the NBA. They should have been really... in the last five championship games or the last four. They yeah. should have been in 2019 when they lost. And Nick Nurse just crowded the lane, and Bud was too stupid to figure it out. They lost in the bubble, which they shouldn't have either. No, they won. Finally, and in spite of Bud, and then this last year, you know, Chris Middleton. Yeah, you lost Chris Middleton. You still have Giannis. You still have a good team. And then this year, what? It's. I mean, they're fitting right into the Wisconsin sports profile, like they really are. Except they had to go ahead and win one to give us some hope, you know. But (laughs) Yeah. yeah, no, they're old. And Bobby, Bobby was underutilized. Like we talked about, you know. I don't see that, Bud. Finish and this it, is what, it, it. I'm going to mute myself. Here. Right, and this is where where Bud really. I mean, we're grateful. I think everybody's nailed it right on Twitter at this point. 
we're grateful for Bud for being the coach who was there when they got the second championship. Grateful for him for all the things he did do, but it really was time to go. Uh, he's and when they they talk about things like bringing in I forget his name from uh, the Suns, and they're like, well, that's the only guy he's out coached in the playoffs at all because the other games you just the team managed to out talent. Williams. Yeah. yeah, Williams. Um, like when you had, you know, Atlanta that same year when they got to the, the championship, like they just massively out-talented Atlanta. There wasn't anything that he was doing about it. Uh, it you know, Trey Young was the only reason they were even winning any games or got as far as they did. Uh, yeah, it, that, that, that Atlanta series, they were gifted Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta had no had no business being in the Eastern Conference Finals. Correct. And- Trey Young was running around with like a man – and his hair does look like it's on fire or was on fire at some point, but uh, <laughs> I love his, he's the best. He, he's I, I love Trey Young. He's, I didn't think he'd be as good a, as he is. I'll be honest. He, but is, he's he is a fun watch. He's great. My God. Yeah. He can his, shoot from his, anywhere. Hey, yeah. Hey, and I'm just, just going to pull up from 50. Bam. All right. Game over. <laughs> no reason. I, Here's a shot from mid court. Cause I can. Woo. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a riverboat gambler. But, uh, no, he's, uh, um, I mean, the, the, the Hawks, and that's when Giannis got hurt with that hyperextended knee, too. Yep, yeah, that's right. And then, and then um, Lopez went white shack on the last two games. Uh, and, it was awesome. You know, and, and he was just slamma jamma, you know, down yeah. underneath. Like, he took over because he could, because the Hawks weren't that good. No, no. They had no and business being there. They didn't need John. I mean, they literally didn't need Giannis, and they were gifted the Eastern Conference Finals. And so, I mean, yeah, he didn't know he didn't know coach anybody. He never coached any team. His his his. God. There were adjustments he made in that Sun series that I was like, that was good. I really liked that. Like some of the matchup things he did worked out really well, and I have never seen him do that again. I've never seen him right. have great. There've been a couple in-season games Truth. where I did notice it, but not in the playoffs. Um, like there's a couple games where like um, they were getting beat up by the Pacers in one game that I was at this year, in fact. And then he changed the lineup to go all bigs, you know, and just like, mm-hmm. well, we'll dare you to do it. Like I don't care. We'll get every rebound, and it worked out great. They actually won, mm-hmm. came back and won that one big. Uh, he does little things every now and then, but the other thing is like he has but, never but, brought but, along but any young guy. That's why a friend of the show, Pete, came up with the Coach Bud face. Right. Is <laughs> he never handled that he had for a very, very short time? No, still is. No, whatever. Yes. Yeah, Anyhow, for now. yeah. Now he's he's yelling at the he's yelling at his earbuds right now while he's out on a nine mile run. <laughs> I hate him. He's in such good shape, John. He's Pretty tall, and thin. He can see. He runs. Looks good. He's got good takes. Um, <laughs> no, he always. That's why he said Coach Bud face because Co- Coach Bud like that face, like just the face. Like I, I look at Spolstra, Nurse, even Thibodeau. Like when there's an important part of the game, they don't look confused. They look concerned or angry. Bud's looking around. Bud's looking around. Like what's going on here, guys? Thibodeau looks Help. angry at all points. Like they'll be up by twenty. I, He's like, I want to kill. You know. No, no, he, no, no. He <laughs> does not sound like that. He is, he is bossing. Um, but no, but I mean, like, but, but just like not using the timeouts either. Like, Bud just looks like he's just not there. I got my ring. That's like all he's I need. Looking kind of confused, like mouth half open, kind of like squinting and looking up. He's like, we what? Who's up? Where up? When? Oh. Did I order a hot dog or a hamburger for halftime? What the? Who's coaching I this just, team? I just, gave, I just gave him George Bush's voice. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what what are we gonna do at halftime here, boys? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> you, you, you sell a man a shoe, you get a shoelace. <laughs> you buy a shoelace, you get a. In Texas, they say can't be fooled no more. Fool, fool, fool me once, you get a shoelace. Jeez. I got it. I'm going to get a hamburger. We're going all on here. Yeah. And <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. he doesn't make anybody better than who they are. He doesn't make what? matchups that work in the field. He like the, the way he has misused Javon Carter the last several years now is criminal, <laughs> just criminal. 
Uh, well, and then just bringing back like George Hill and various other vets that that's, like, yeah, that's why? not him. He's not making that call, I don't think. But yeah, just but 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah, at one at one point, and I I know on this podcast we've talked about that. Like the worst thing that could have happened is if um uh former head coach um former point Jason guard Kidd for the Nets um Jason, Jason Kidd. Kidd Jason Kidd was the reason why Giannis got to play because yes. if Bud was the coach when Giannis came over from Greece, he would have never seen the court. Correct. Yeah. And the misuse of talent. Jason Kidd, like, say what you want to say about Jason. Jason Kidd put him out on the court. He learned. He got stuff out of Jason Kidd. And then Bud got in when he was already an all-star and a polished pro, or somewhat polished, but he's still not polished for Christ's sake. But, uh, you know, was was an all-star. Um, look at it. Look, look, look at what happened down the stretch. Like, it's just not. Yeah. That are we in the are we in the playoffs now? I'm not sure if we're in the play. Are we still? I, you can go. You can cross over here. <laughs> Give me. I'm going to cross. That was the most lackluster. I almost swore. Um, just terrible playoff performance by 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 a team. I think I've ever seen. Like it, it wasn't good in any way, shape, or form. Like. You lose game one, okay, that happens. Heat come in, whatever. And not only that, Giannis gets hurt, great. Mm-hmm. Recover, come back. This is the number seven slash eight team. Yeah. To lose 4-1 is garbage. And the way they played is garbage. The way that they just let Jimmy Butler. And it was only Jimmy away Butler. From, from 10 feet out. In the meantime, the Bucks should have been shooting from 10 feet out. Make jump shots. Make shots you can make. Drew missing layups. Like it was just garbage. And at one point, yeah. I, I forget if it was the last game or in Game Five when they threw it out to half court, and Giannis and Lopez tripped over each other like the Keystone Cops at mid court during one of the. It was either what was eighteen points and nineteen points back to back games in the fourth quarter that they gave up. They only scored 12 points in the fourth yeah. quarter of game four or game five. Yeah, they were tripping. They looked like Keystone Cops. They were lost. They were confused. Grayson Allen's running around like the kid from Duke. Yeah, they don't they, 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 like they, playing they for like Bud. They had no direction. It looks like they don't enjoy playing for Bud. Like, they don't like being out there. They don't like Chris going Middleton to the game. Chris looked completely uninspired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very much so. Like, he was... I mean, there was... They were taking and Spolstra Spolstra was just like the Raptor, you know, just like Baldoon at the beginning of Jurassic Park when he's like, the Raptors don't attack the same part of the fence anytime. Spolstra's just oh, yeah. going after everything, just attack, 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 attack. And they Spolstra's found they found one really thing that good. worked, and he didn't have to make a, a second adjustment because we never adjusted to what if we just don't go directly to the rim? What if we pull up and shoot from four feet? And we'll make that. Yeah. Most of the time, yeah, yeah because said, because Brooks got Brooks got it right underneath the right underneath the room. Just shoot over top him, and you know what? We're gonna we're gonna start pressuring. We're gonna start pushing Middleton. We're gonna start pushing him around because he's probably not a hundred percent yet. And oh, one of these times, when Giannis comes in. So I'm gonna just give him a hip check on the way and see what happens. You know, <laughs> if you get followed, you get followed. And what happens? You go flying off into the distance, and you smack your back on the ground. And you're out for four games or three games. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what happened. And like, is that dirty? Sure. It's gamesmanship though. Like, and, and they didn't, it was, <laughs> they got, they got worked, dude. They were the number one overall team. They got worked. Yes. Four one. That's why nobody's even talking about it. Cause it was so embarrassing. It's not like at no point is anybody like, well, what about those cheap? What about those cheap fouls on Middleton? It doesn't matter. Man, you lost four to one. Yeah, you didn't lose in the game seven on some cheap, sh- mm. cheap shots. Yeah, no, you just can't cheap do shots, it. Cheap shots, <laughs> some cheap. I'm almost swore again. I'm saving uh, you, you, didn't, man. you didn't, you didn't, uh, you didn't, you didn't lose because of some uh, cheap fouls at the end, or uh, you know, bad, bad play here, bad play there. Like you guys got worked in the Mark. first round, and this is a year after getting. Uh, almost worked in the second round and oh we didn't have chris middleton no we didn't have chris middleton 
it doesn't matter, man. Chris Middleton's not that good. Chris Middleton didn't win the championship the year before. Like, it, it's it's progressively gone downhill. And now we're back to, oh, we win all the regular season games. And it's, you can tell there's just, they, there's no want to play for him. And Giannis, for being the greatest post-game, not throwing people under the bus guy ever, uh, is grateful, like, I'm so great. You know, it's, it's a good thing. Let's do some dad jokes today. All right. All right. What are you doing over there? Like, yes, you know, I'm, uh, oh, I have a new bobblehead. You guys see the bobblehead? Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. So, uh, and, uh, uh let's, uh, let's talk about, uh, so yeah, no, I was very happy with what happened in the game today. I, uh, it was pretty good. A triple double, you know, that's, that's my mark for success now. You know, it, uh, I, it's good. And, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, hey, yeah, it's a good game. You know, and you know, and I'm I'm so blessed to be here, and uh, I I love being here. Uh, I love uh, everything about Milwaukee. I love the NBA. Everyone treats me so nice, uh, and uh, it's great. And uh, you know, go Bucks. You know, and that's basically every single Giannis interview. Then even he was like, he was questioned about like. The, the way the end game five ended, he's like, uh, so I, uh, you know, I have to, when in doubt, I have to, uh, I, I, I go back to what the coach says and, uh, you know, and uh, we just follow what the coach says. Like that was basically the closest he could ever be to throwing butt under the bus. And he did. And if you think for a second that the box fired bud without Giannis's approval, you're wrong. Yeah. I don't know. They, they would not Probably. fire bud. They would not fire Bud without running it by Giannis first. This is a player first league, and they did he, take several days. It was not a it was not a snap two decision. It was something that they definitely talked about for a couple of days and then did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that's 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 probably. Did you like accurate. my Giannis impersonation? It was better than mine, I guess. I don't know. I, I was um, in it for a little bit there. You were, you were <laughs> hanging in there. For, I was feeling it for a second there. I was like. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds just like him. <laughs> like, man, I'm I am killing it, right? I am I'm killing this. I'll Is do it my just Paul me Molitor or am I killing this? I'll, I'll, I'll do my Paul Molitor impersonation sometime and nobody will know. Nobody, Paul Molitor. nobody knows that I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, Can't do Bob Euchre, though. Yeah, Bob's hard. Bob's hard. Bob's He's got a very unique voice. Oh, he's and so him and if I could do him and Robin Yount. It'd be the ma- biggest waste of time ever because no one would ever listen to it. But uh, Robin Allen's got a really hard voice too. Yeah, he's got he's got a he's got a high point he's got a high pitched squawky voice. So, but love him. He's better. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, we're, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Just sorry, that was the the, rant. the overall I'm takes. Gonna mute, I'm going to mute myself now for no, no, no. I I want I want to ask you a couple things here as we wrap up the season. Um. Biggest, I guess, I, I gave mine early. Okay, so I said my biggest single player because you can't pick Giannis. Giannis was who you expect him to be. The biggest single player uh, on this season that that uh, that you think really led into the the one you know, having that that top that top seed uh, because you know, other than Giannis, who's the guy who you think really just was that next step for this team, or do you just oh, think it was Brooke, also Brooke, Brooke was. Oh, Brooke was Brooke was on a tear. Brooke yeah. wanted it. Like Brooke was um, in prime form. He looked good. He um, and the one thing about Brooke too is that he is able to take that secondary role, and yeah. he's not he's he's not a jerk about it. Like he's like what was that? Uh, oh God, the one game where um, someone took a shot at Giannis and he he got mad. Like Brooke <laughs> Brooke mad. Like he went all mad. I, I forget what that was all about. Oh God, I have to look that one up. But yeah, no, remember that there was there was like that weird thing like where he went like Brooke mad. Like Brooke was on it this year. Yeah, Brooke was ready after after a year where he was hurt most of the year. He came back strong. He looked good. Um, yeah, and nobody else is around that. I mean, Drew got Drew got first team defense, but God, Drew went into Drew playoff mode. Yeah, you know. Uh, Nobody I'll, misses I'll, more easy layups than he does. He he has Dude. games where he just lights up. He had so many games where he carried this team that that were just amazing to watch. And then he'd go into games where he'd miss five straight layups, and you're just like, I don't understand this at all. What am I watching? Last last year and the year, yeah. So last year was terrible. 
the early part of the championship run was terrible. He got hot like late in that championship run. Yeah. And he looked like all, like a, a world beater. But man, that dude, I, I, I mean, I want to like that dude, but that dude's got some just stinkers. Like sometimes they're, they're it's a like, weird game. It's like who's the, who's the other, who's the other all-star on this team? And it's like, well, it's Middleton. Well, it was middle. It can. And you know, we used to, I used to say this on this very podcast, like Middleton at times. And I say this without hyperbole can turn into Kobe Bryant. He can. Yeah. Same I don't know what height, you're saying. Same it, size, yeah. everything like same ability. He has Not quite as ability, fast, but, but he's got but that but good but, trigger. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's he's not the Mamba, Mamba's Mamba, but yeah. anyways, he that that's that's the comp. In the short run, end. he can do it. Yeah, in his in his high end, he can even do it for a whole game at times. Yeah, but like, I mean short run. I mean like he can do it for entire games, but he cannot oh, do it yeah, for a season yeah. like like Kobe did. No, yeah. God no, God no, and or for a career. But I mean right. he can like every once in a while he he perks up and he like gets. Uh, um, remember on nba uh, nba jam when he's on fire yes you know that's you know that's what he does for like a whole game at times and he's got that ability mm-hmm. and him and that I, that's another thing like too on top of like just bud like not getting in the way of that championship run in 2021 like chris middleton had games multiple games like that multiple games especially when Giannis didn't have his best games and drew played terrible during the first part of the 2021 playoffs, it wasn't until the end, like when he was dishing up the Valley Oop and stuff like that. And, you know, his defense was, his defense was always there, but like, like you said, missing layups and stuff like that too. It's like, who is the the other number two? Like Lopez is like two and a half, like because of how he accepts his role. Like he, he does not take over the team. He's not the point. He, he plays a true center position. Mm-hmm. Like he accepts, accepts the ball and does what he has to do with it. Sometimes, sometimes he hucks some threes when he's feeling it, gets a heat check every once in a while. And he plays great defense, you know, mm-hmm. I think that it, this is, just, the, go ahead. No, it's, it's just, there, there is no strong number two. Yeah. Not right and now. No, not that, not that you need a strong number two really, as long as you have a good team effort behind your superstar, look at Denver this year, although they have Donovan Mitchell, which that kind of just blew up that conversation right there. Yeah, yeah. But, it, but, uh, um, but at the same time too, like um, old uh, <laughs> Doncic didn't make the playoffs this year either. So that's a bad example. Um, but yeah, you know, like, uh, um, yeah, well, there's a, there's a number of teams that have made it well, like the Raptors when they won. You know, they had Leonard and a bunch of, you know, yeah, no. okay players. Or Giannis, like when he won a championship with a whole bunch of okay players who stepped up in the big time, you know. That was, you know, before the injury too, I would say that Middleton in that series was so good throughout, throughout that playoff. He was. was, was great. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Here's one thing I look at too, though, is like what we've seen over the last several years is that the Bucks usually have one of the highest point differentials in the league. Uh they're the lowest point differential of the top four teams in the East. Like there are a, a plus 3.6, which would be second best in the West, but it's worse than Cleveland. It's worse than the Sixers is worse than the Celtics. It's almost, it's, well, not quite half the Celtics. So the Celtics are plus six and a half bucks are plus 3.6. So it's, you know, it's, it's not, that's not great. Like 2.9 for the Knicks, uh, in, down in fifth, uh, I guess Miami actually had a negative point differential on the season, but I mean, like the Bucks for winning more games than any other team in the league, there are four teams in this league who had a better plus minus, basically a point differential per game uh, than the Bucks did. And some of that is just winning a lot of close and you're playing on margins. And that's a lot harder to do, especially when you're not playing a bad team every now and then. So that's, the, the the best on off switch in the NBA by far is Jimmy Butler. By the way, speaking of Chris Middleton, yeah, he knows the regular season doesn't mean anything, especially if ten oh teams get in. Just don't be the bottom ten teams in the league. Two thirds of the Butler, team gets Jimmy, in. Jimmy Butler sucks eighty percent of the time. He's like, great in the playoffs. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I don't mean that like he's like he sucks. Like he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't show up sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, the dude plays through anything. He plays. 40 minutes, he, you know, he plays all the minutes, 40 plus minutes every game. 
he's hard, he's hard nosed. He's you know he's Jimmy Butler. You know he's gonna make the Hall of Fame just for spurts like this. Like <laughs> the, he might not ever win anything, but my God, like they're in the Eastern Conference Finals yet again, and yeah. he's the bell cow. He's the bell cow for the Miami Heat under Spolstra for the second time in three years. And it's it's just like, but but I mean that's this kind of also makes you wonder about um, you know LeBron a little bit. You're like, man, he had Spolstra LeBron and Ryan. other t- and other talent around him more than what Spolstra has right now, and still only won two championships. I mean, mm-hmm. it's entirely possible the the Heat are about to go to their second um, NBA Finals in the last what four years uh, against with, the Heat with yeah with Jimmy Butler and then whoever. And it's like. All right, like ah, uh, yeah. Who? It's hard to think. And, and, and Tyler Hero is hurt. His bolster is still there, man. Like that yeah, dude he's been great. Rocks, man. Yeah, he's yeah. been fantastic. Um, what, are there names on your list? I mean, I know Mark Jackson's high on your list for people to replace. I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, no, Sorry, I just, we can't. I just spit we, nobody, Mark nobody, Jackson, nobody Mark, wants Mark, Mark Jackson. Mark, Mark Jackson is best known for getting burnt by Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. My God. <laughs> I I went directly to what I knew rate. you meant to say. Moonwalk uh, No, his his his, his best Michael career moves are getting burned by uh, Michael, Michael Jordan and Kobe Kobe Bryant, and then uh, re- getting fired, and then Golden State became a uh, a dynasty with the same players. Dynasty the, the with the same players that he had and couldn't win with, and then Steve Kerr came in and you know, became the best NBA team in the last decade. But uh, right. yeah, no, no, Mark Jackson. No, stop, 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 stop. stop. He hasn't coached. He hasn't coached in nine years. I'd rather What's have he gonna do? Um, Stan Van Gundy come out of the booth instead of that dude. I mean, like, yeah. come on. Like, and mean, neither I mean, one of them should be coaching anymore. They're done, but. And Mark, and Mark, and Mark Jackson's going to come in and the first thing he's going to do to Chris Middleton is trying to have a, uh, um, uh, um, what do you Catholics do when you try and get ghosts out of people? Oh, jeez. I don't do anything. Uh, but you're, you're trying, he's trying to anoint uh, uh, Steph Curry's ankle or whatever with oils yeah. or whatever. No, like, no. What, what am I trying to say here? Uh, I'm trying to exercise uh, the demons. Uh, yeah, ex- yeah, an exorcism. Exercise he's going to do an exorcism. Yeah, I'm going to exercise the demons on a Christmas knee. Janice is going to go... Uh, uh, I'm, we're not I, into this. <laughs> we're not into this here. Uh, I, I I like my time I in Milwaukee and uh, yes, and no. I, I say, what is this? No, my, my my accent is all over the place. It is <laughs> crazy. You should just quit. <laughs> well, uh, because you didn't exercise the demon in a southern accent. Now I'm doing Creole and I can't I get out Creole. of it. So. Dang, I'm son out there. Hey, yo, dang, dang, I'll tell you what day I went all that ghost over there. I'm not gone. Nibat, right not day. We're going to, we got the police down straight, and now we're going to bring it down there. We're going to get that out. I'll tell you what down there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, somehow, how have we not already interviewed Nick Nurse, the guy who absolutely owned <laughs> Bud over and over again? How how have we not talked to him is my I biggest question. that's what everyone wanted. Because the Haslamones are a team now. That's why. I mean, like, seriously, like, that's... It, I don't know what the better hire is in Earth, except for maybe... Um, ah, who were we just talking about the other day? Um, former, formerly with the uh, the Pistons and then the the the, uh, the Pacers before. Um, Vogel. If Vogel were yeah. available, I think that, that would be a great hire. Vogel, um, another coach that won an NBA championship and they got fired. Right right away afterwards, yeah. It's like, but, but I mean, no, I mean, but he's a real defensive mind, and he actually, I mean, like he can actually coach. Um, he's brought some some teams of mediocre talent up higher than their own abilities, and gotten good teams to win. And I think that would be a good hire. But Nick Nurse too is is one of those guys where I'm like, I think he actually coaches the team and isn't just like, you know, around at the time, you know. (laughs) <laughs> that's why some of us some some of us said remember these are the good old days like when it was happening like i know i said it on this podcast you did just like wish we knew what the good old these days are, are these are the good old days like when it was happening like when we had braun we had rogers we had a tutacumbo and they're all mvps of their league and we were winning and it and it looked like the packers were gonna win the super bowl and the brewers were going to going to the uh 
going to the uh, um, NLCS against the Dodgers and went to game seven and thought Uger was going to finally get it. Then the, the, the Bucks actually got through and they actually won. And yeah, now, now, now Jim, Jimmy Hasson owns the team and, uh, and he's going to make dumb decisions like he does in Cleveland. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, he's going to, he's going to do dumb things. Right. Jimmy Haslam, the Browns have had, had, <laughs> had some of the best talent in the league. They, they were up and coming. Like yes. the Browns had tons of talent. Yes. He was such a bad owner that Joe Thomas hung it up three years early. Joe Thomas yeah. could have played three more years. He was the best offensive tackle in football and it wasn't even close. But he looked at the landscape around him and went, you know what? Not worth it. I'm out. Right. And and this is a guy that allowed a team in Cleveland to sign someone with questionable background yeah, to the biggest qu- quarterback contract in NFL mm-hmm. history. And then he couldn't even play for the first part of it. And they showed up and he looked like a standing power damage. <laughs> And so, I mean, if you think that Jimmy Haslam and his group are going to make any smart decisions for the Bucks, no, they're going to sell the Bucks out. They're going to trade away Giannis, and they're going to just make as much money off this team as they possibly can, and just stink after that, and use them as tax write-off. Yeah, for the, the losses. It, it's, yeah. it's what's going to happen. Like market, market, dude. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, that's. David. That's our, our That's, end of the Bucks that season. Is, that is your requiem to the season. That is. That is your hellscape that finishes <laughs> that season. It's it, it, it was bad enough down the run. <laughs> it's going to get worse. All right. The couple things we do have to sorry, say about the – Sorry, friend of the show, Pete. Yeah, sorry, Pete. But the couple things we do have to say about the Packers is uh, one one happy trails and one uh, welcome in is we, we do bid farewell to uh, Mason Crosby. Uh, according to his wife, at least, um, he's done. Uh, and I love some people are still going on. They're like, hey, you still got time. You can still sign him back. And you're like, my man, he's done. He's had a great career. It's a fantastic career. Uh, he's going out at this point as the longest tenured Packer. Uh, scored the most points in in uh, Packers history, uh, and uh, you know had some of the the most iconic moments in in Packers history as well. So it's just you know it's just it is time. It was time to go, and so that's just where it is, and that's fine. It's, it's all well and good. It's just he's had some great moments, and will be a Packer Hall of Famer. Uh, in the in our pre-show, Aaron said you know. Dark Horse Hall of Famer, which I don't know, but true, got true a lot of points. Got a lot of points. Kicked a lot of good playoff games uh, in, in a lot of iconic moments. I mean, that, that Dallas game will always be one of the, the biggest things we'll remember because that was a fantastic game with a big kick. Because that, that field goal wasn't made for the first 35 yards, and then it hooked in right at the end. <laughs> yeah, that and it's great. 50 you yards. You it it's like it, it's, going right, it's going right at the goalpost. It's going right at the goalpost. Oh, in the bottom left-hand <laughs> corner, shot made. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's kind of sad to see him go, but it, it's been it's been a good long it's time. Been, and then I mean, like when Aaron left, he said, "Well, you know, I've played the most, you know, longest tenure Packer quarterback, and you know, probably, you know, and the greatest player in Packer history. You know, at least arguably the greatest player." I was like, "What? What a thing to say!" Um, you've met Bart Starr, buddy. So do we say that about Mason Crosby, the actual longest tenured Packer, most games played by a Packer player, longest consecutive streak by a Packer player, most points scored by a Packer player? No, we don't. We no. don't. He's not the greatest Packer. <laughs> no, but 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 I mean, as far as I mean, he's the only one that predated Aaron Rodgers. Correct. Yeah, we got much yeah. younger just by those two guys being replaced by guys in their twenties. <laughs> right. I'm I'm just saying. So no, he's not the greatest Packer of all time. But I no, mean, he's nice. Is he the great? Is he the greatest Packer kicker of all time? Yeah. I don't know. Jerry Kramer no. <laughs> did kick extra Paul points Horning. of field goals. Yeah, Paul yeah. Horning is up there too. No, right? I know. Horning I know. Like, Jerry Kramer did kick. That was a good. That was a good pull. I like that one. That was fun, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> no, and that's why. That's why I came up with Jerry Horning. I'm, I'm sure Don Hudson kicked kicked a couple back in the day too. If you he might have stats. actually. I have to go I mean, check. He probably, he probably did. He um, was a great athlete, but. Um, but no, like yep. Mason Crosby, um, uh, I I would say you know 
I mean, just long-term. And Mason Crosby over the last couple of years, like still banging in 50 yarders, but they're not like booming 50 yarders. Like they're just like, he, he knew exactly what his range was. <laughs> and I mean, and that game winner against Cowboys last year, like that was, you know, right there. Like he knew what his range was and he was injured quite a bit. And let's be, let's be honest. Like, Mason Crosby is a very grounded man. Like if you've ever heard him talk, if you see what he does for charities, like mm-hmm. he's a grounded man. Like he knows what he can and can't do. And he had trials and tribulations through his career. I mean, there was that one season that he was, I, 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 I never have stats up in front of me because I don't do that, but he was terrible and everyone was calling for his head and yeah. McCarthy stuck with him. McCarthy yes. and, uh, and Ted, Ted Thompson, I think Ted, Ted stuck with him. And the next year it came back and was lights out, just absolutely lights out. He he had uh, he he had the shakes at, for one one season, and then of course a couple of years ago was the Detroit game where he missed like five of them. Yeah, and that's the only that's the only time I can remember him losing a game for the Packers. Yeah, but that dude's won more games for the Packers than anybody, and 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 Aaron Rodgers especially like last minute drives like when Rodgers got him into field goal range, like in the last minute, like it was him that got it done. You, mm-hmm. you mentioned Dallas, that, that kick against Dallas after the uh, tiptoe sideline catch, yeah. um, that thing looked like it wasn't going to make it. And then just banked, banked right by about five feet and just went right through the bottom. Then like, even last year, you could see like his kicks were just barely making it from 50, but he was still making them. Mm-hmm. You know, age catches up with you, man. And I, I think he needs to be celebrated. He's obviously Packer HOF. Yes. And and I said, like, Dark Horse, like you said, Dark Horse, big time HOF, because he 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 never let the Packers down in a big spot. Like, yeah, it's just hard for I, kickers, I, I, I think. you got to be really one of those super rare kickers. You know, like Vinatieri, I think, that, gets that in, and, and Tucker you know, maybe gets in, but this, there's not a lot of kickers get in like that. Yeah. It's but if Vinatieri's kicking for the Jaguars, is he in the HOF? No, I no, mean, it's the, it's the fact that he kicked two Super Bowl winning field goals. Basically is going to be the biggest thing. Yeah. I mean, Mason would have done it if he had the chance. Correct. I think so too. You know, he, you know, he would have like, mm-hmm. if, if, if he would have had the chance to kick a 50 yarder to win the game, he would have, he would have made it. He's, he was so solid. He was, you know, like we said, that, Outside of like, I use that Detroit game. That Detroit game, he was way off. He, he there was something wrong. Yeah, and you could always see it on his face too. But I mean, I just remember like there's some memes like when he walked out on the field, he looked like he was he had been drinking or something like that, and he had like uh, uh, it looked like his gut was hanging out. Like, don't worry, guys, I got this. You know, and he, like he just would. He, he, he didn't have to worry about him. Like he, well, he, even in that that season and, you're and talking he, about, where he was and, not that and, and good. Yeah, he... I just want to say, like the season where he didn't look that good. If you look at the specifics of that, the biggest problem was the Packers had the one of the most efficient offenses in the league. He kicked like twice as many fifty yarders as anybody else in the league that year, and didn't mm-hmm. kick basically anything from inside the twenty because mm-hmm. the red zone offense was the number one in the league. They basically didn't. He didn't. I don't think he got one. His kicks from uh, forty nine and in were like league. They were above league average. But he kicked an insane number of fifty yarder plus that year because they scored everything from inside twenty. So he had no short gimmies to boost up that average. Whereas a lot of teams that play on, you know, with a team that stalls out, their kickers got better overall numbers because they were just kicking chip shots the whole game. He never got to kick them that year. And it it hurt his overall average. It looked like a worse year than it was, really. But that was the only real blip type of year. Hey, um, I'm going to say something and then remind me about the 0-16 Detroit game. <laughs> um, uh, he uh, he also kicked in the regular season 50% of his games outside at least. Yeah. Because he played in Green Bay and in cold weather. Mm-hmm. He didn't have the, he, you know, the only time he enjoys a dome is when he's in Detroit or Minneapolis or some other team, you know, he's kicking in green Bay. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. there's that on top of it. So many just cold weather kicks, just 
bad conditions, you know. Yeah. And then what I was going to say is that he he almost would have set the NFL record, and he missed it by about two feet. Yes, wasn't that <laughs> that zero sixteen game against Detroit when uh, Detroit became the first one sixteen one sixteen team ever? There was a fair catch on a punt just before halftime, which Williams had that. The, yeah, yeah. The, the the rules in the NFL is that if you if you catch a fair if you get a fair catch just before yes yeah, time a, any fair kick you that. can do it any fair catch yeah, kick you could do free, the free kick get a free kick and I think he kicked it from seventy three no it was a it, like a sixty five wasn't it I I don't remember it was just a really long kick and he missed it by and it was so cold that day it was the last game of the year week seventeen and he did not was, miss it short. No, he missed it to the he missed it to the left. his left my right because I was sitting in that end zone and it didn't miss by much. No. And yeah, that would have been that would have been an that would have been a great that would have been the record at the time. Not yeah. anymore now because Justin Tucker does amazing things. He's but crazy. yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I really think that he is dark horse, HOF, uh, NFL HOF, like. Okay. Uh, the other, the one ad we do have now is that Jonathan Owens, uh, safety, former starting safety with the Houston Texans, has joined the Packers, which is great because we do need safeties. It does seem like mm-hmm. then Adrian Amos is probably gone and not being mm-hmm. resigned. Um, but he also brings along a, a spouse who is far more famous than he is. Uh, Simone Biles, now a Packer fan, uh, looking for information about you know where to go get dinner and stuff and what to do around green bay so if you have suggestions i mean she's on twitter go find her she's looking for for cool stuff to do Uh, and and and, and, and like i said on twitter you know after all the years of aaron Rodgers having famous girlfriends and uh whatnot that he brought to the table um this is a very fun and exciting one. Like yeah. I, I, like I was like, oh, Simone Biles, no way, that's crazy, man. Like cool, <laughs> like twenty-seven time gold medalist in the Olympics. You know, mm-hmm. this is this is fun. I like this. This is cool. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Um, in, in terms of other things, we the Brewers can are back on top in the Central right now, actually, which is <laughs> kind of surprising. They have not played their their best games of late. They did just this last week get a sweep of. Of uh, Kansas City, which you know my sister-in-law is not happy about um, being from Kansas City herself, but um, you know it's it's going to be the the one weekend of the year where Dan will be in trouble for something he didn't do. Uh, but you know, yeah. <laughs> but it, it was they look good in that one at least. I mean, the, here's the thing: is like the Brewers thus far have seemed to at least find someone to kind of carry the load, and actually recently it's been Yelich. Which has been great because uh, Tellus started pretty hot early, and Yelich has actually been very good of late, which is great to see. But he's what was the fun part? Somebody did a thing that said he's on pace for like a three point seven WAR, and they said, "Yep, uh, based on the averages of what players make per unit of you know WAR or whatever, he's basically on pace to earn." you know, play at the level of somebody making 29 million a year and he will be making only 28. So he's a steal. It's like, huh, that's a take, but it's fun. He's actually playing very well. Uh, He's doing, he's hitting well. He's starting to hit more again with power, which is nice to see because he had to, you know, redo his entire swing after he tore his kneecap apart. Remember? So it's, -hmm. it's good that he's finding that swing again. Lauer looked fantastic this last week, which made me very happy to see because um, coming back in and, and trying to to get back to that sort of play has been, you know, it's been a long go for him, but he definitely has found a way to get that going. And, and, and he looked very good down the stretch. Gets the win, even though he comes in in the fourth, because um, Colin Ray, not the guy who's saying love me, uh, but the guy who's, you know, been around the league for forever and spelled R-E-A. So a different Colin Ray. Uh, he came in, pitched three and a third before getting chased. Uh, it was eight to four after the third inning the other day. And you're just like, man, this is going to be a crazy game. And then, uh, you know, that was the end of it. They, they, there was very little scoring after that. It ended nine six. But, uh, yeah, just 
they they had uh, they've had a, a really hard stretch of early games, and they've been able to get that done. They, they need to take more advantage of the fact that the the Cardinals have not started off well, uh, which they did not do today because the Cardinals blew out the Brewers today, uh, eighteen to one. So yeah, mm-hmm. you'd like to see. A little bit that's better an, out of that. That's an Australian football score, right? Yeah, there, that is a way. terrible score. But it is mm. oddly, I checked it out in the rules too. That's only one loss. Did you know that eighteen to one still only counts as one loss, which is good. But you got to beat yes. the Cardinals. The weird scheduling well, is going to get me what? this year. You've seen like the the whole scheduling thing now. It's yeah, even scheduling. So now the, the, the Brewers will all the teams basically have to play all the teams. At this point, yes. So, the Brewers don't get as many games against the uh, the Cardinals as they could, I guess, as they used to get. So you got to really take advantage of beating up on your division when you get that chance, because you're not going to get another shot, and that's just it. But yeah, so I, 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 I had I had three thoughts there. I was holding off on one. Mm-hmm. I was going back to Yelich, and one thing about Yelich that is good is that he might be a Gold Glover out in left field by the end of this year. So yeah. that that helps ease some of the how much money he makes for what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, number 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 two is um you are right about that uh with the uh even schedule now. And that goes back to what we were talking about with the NBA earlier is that um how is it that in major league baseball now is making some big strides to make the game more palatable for younger people it's and a half hour shorter game now too yeah half hour shorter games with the with the with the shot clock with the pitchers the pitch clock yeah. and and not only that but the the everyone plays everybody the same amount and it's not in the league anymore it's just everything and like there there's there's talks i've i've seen in a couple places now about major league baseball just getting rid of like seating at all like by division and just like making it a, a tournament at the end, hmm. which the the NBA should just just make it a, a sweet sixteen hmm. at the okay. end of the season, and uh, divisions be damned, you know, just you know the number one team's number one and the number sixteen team is, or in the case of baseball, the number eight team is the number eight team, and you just hmm. you, you just play that way. So uh, yeah, it, major league baseball. Um, I, I like some of the stuff that they're doing. So yeah, they've good. I, I think you're right. They've done a lot of things to make this a little more interesting and yeah, we'll see how this all goes. I, like I don't have the highest of expectations, especially since Woodruff's out now and will be out for a while. Ashby's gone for the year. Garrett Mitchell's gone for the year and he was looking fantastic. Mm-hmm. And man, if you had Mitchell and you could put Weimer in, in, in right, that is one of the fastest outfields in the league. Uh, so mm-hmm. the losing that, is has been been rough, but they've been playing all right with it so far. But we'll have to see how that all continues to play out. But at this point, Brewers at least holding their own at this point in the in the the season, and we'll just have to keep on seeing how it goes out. Like I said, I have low expectations at this point, so they're more than exceeding them. Yes, right, <laughs> right, right. And uh, this goes back to the back to the, back to what I was talking about earlier about the these are the good old days, like. Right now, in between, in between, now what's going on with the Bucks? What's going on with the Packers? And going on with the Brewers? It's kind of nice, like having this low expectations, high aspirations <laughs> take on things. You know, it's like it it, it it calms my soul a little bit, and it actually <laughs> makes it easier as a as a Wisconsin sports fan that had so many teams that should have won so many things between the the, the between. The Packers, the Bucks, the Brewers, um, Badger football, Badger basketball, Ugh, and yeah. how it didn't all pan out, and we just got one Super Bowl and one Bucks championship. Marquette this year thing. too. Yeah, Marquette too. Yeah, thanks for thanks for reminding me about that. But yeah, <laughs> I don't want to leave them out because uh, they'll have people talking about it. Me, but yeah, no, but don't, don't leave them out. But yeah, no. that's yeah. All right. Well, that's. Kind of what we got this week for Wisconsin sports. So we'd like to thank everybody for joining us again. We don't have a last call to go through this week. We'll bring it back next week, uh, I think. Uh, but we wrapped up the Buck season. We've wrapped up a lot of things. So now we are full on in to uh, we are into the down times here. So we'll we'll the sports abyss as it is. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, sports abyss. So thank you for joining us for another wonderful week of Wisconsin sports. Uh, remember to follow us at Scotty Johnny Pod on Twitter, also at Not So Humble Host and at Cheddar Talk. And remember, whether you are on the town or on the go, it is always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at Scotty Johnny One or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.